Welcome. You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. And on this podcast, we've really tried to not make this an opinion piece. Yes, you're going to get opinion, and and anyone can give their opinion. Um, But I really try to, to not only tell you what I believe, but why I believe it. And this way we can we can search for truth together and not just, you know, regurgitate what we've heard. Uh, experiences, you know, that they don't necessarily demonstrate proof of truth, but we can learn from these experiences and we can find truth in those experiences is really what I believe. And and today I'll be speaking from a place of humbleness and humility, but I'm also going to be speaking from a place of experience in an attempt to help us find truth. And this started uh, when I saw a press release um, from the organization that Ravi Zacharias started. I don't know if you know who Ravi Zacharias was. Um, he, some of you do, he, he was a uh, a very, very uh, influential man in, in the Christian community when it came to apologetics. And even you could even call him a theologian in, in many ways. Uh, much of what he, uh, he did uh, helped so many uh, understand the Bible. Uh, and he was very good at, at uh, making um, truth uh, very visible in, in the scriptures. Um, and yet, uh, a, uh, a press release came out the other day. Um, many of you know that he, he passed away earlier this year. And uh, in this press release, it was dated December 23rd. Um, and and, and I'll, I'll just read it here. It says, in August of 2020, allegations of sexual misconduct were made against our founder, Ravi Zacharias. Unfortunately... Ravi had died several months before we first learned of these allegations, so we were unable to explore them with him directly. And we engaged Miller and Martin PLLC to investigate these allegations while also giving them wide latitude to go uh, wherever their investigation might lead them. We have also repeatedly stated our intention not to comment on the investigation until receiving a final report on it. However, while the investigation remains ongoing and is not expected to be completed until January or February, yesterday we received a brief interim update on the investigation we felt we needed to share. Sadly, the interim investigation update uh, indicates this assessment of Ravi's behavior to be true that he did indeed engage in sexual misconduct. This misconduct was deeply troubling and wholly inconsistent with the man Ravi Zacharias presented both publicly and privately to so many over more than four decades of public ministry. And it, it goes on to, to say that they were uh, they are very heartbroken for those affected and that type of thing. And this leads us to a question. You know, why do we see so many Christian leaders disappoint us? And, and really, this is not the first time we've seen it. We, we see this uh, quite often. Um, and I, I will even say I myself am no longer a pastor because of my divorce and because my wife and I started our relationship before that divorce occurred. Uh, we, uh, we've seen 
uh, Bill Hybels of Willow Creek Community Church and Global Leadership Summit uh, in, that had to step down because of sexual misconduct. Uh, many of you remember Jim Baker, an Assemblies of God minister who uh, hosted a you know very popular 1980s show, the the PTL Club, and, and was con- uh, convicted of using uh, ministry funds for personal use and having an affair with his secretary. Um, some of you know uh, or, or know of uh, Jimmy Swaggart, uh, of course, was was caught with prostitutes, and even Marty Sampson here recently, a worship. Music writer, singer, and active member of Hillsong, uh, he publicly denounced his faith. Um, and and you know, there, like I say, there's there's I could go on and on. We we've seen uh, a whole list of people, uh, some very um, famous and, and and very popular, uh, fall. And 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 for for some, Second Chronicles twenty six fifteen and sixteen applies. Uh, and it says this: it says uh, his fame spread far and wide, and he was greatly helped until he became powerful. But after uh, Uzziah became powerful, his pride led him, led to his downfall. He was unfaithful to the Lord his God. And and so, you know, we see kind of the, <laughs> what I like to call the mall cop syndrome. <laughs> um, you know, where uh, sometimes people are put into places of, of leadership and influence uh, that probably should not be there uh, because uh, when, when they are given uh, some power, and then that power does uh, lead to pride and, and lead to all kinds of, of uh, negative effects because they're unable to handle that position. They're unable to handle that level of responsibility. And, uh, and, and we, and we see that, you know, like I say, <laughs> sometimes when, when, when you go to the mall <laughs> and, uh, and, and there's people that are given that level of responsibility that probably shouldn't. And, and we see negative effects of that. Um, for others, you know, it, it is a burnout thing. Um, you know, you're so busy giving when it comes to ministry, oftentimes that you don't really stop for gas. Um, you know, <laughs> If, if, uh, if you had someone who was delivering meals, like a Meals on Wheels type of scenario, and they were so busy delivering those meals that they didn't stop and fill up their tank for gas, well, not many meals would be given away. And we need to remember that when, um, when we're ministering, uh, that uh, it is us that needs to be filled so that we can then help fill others. And if we don't do that, if we get so busy giving that we don't stop for the gas, then we are going to be no good and there's going to be negative consequences. We'll just simply run out of gas. Um, and bur- we see burnout a lot in ministry. I, I, I see that so many times. You know, for others, uh, is that uh, leaders are people too. And, you know, churches are made up of people. Uh, we, we've, we've heard that a lot here recently with the coronavirus and, and all the lockdowns and the things that... Uh, uh, churches have had to do, to do and change, uh, and and uh, oftentimes they'll say, well, you know, the church is not a building, and and it's it's people, and, and in some there's a nugget of truth there. Yes, churches are made up of people. The problem is that they're that churches are also uh, made up of people when it comes to leadership. <laughs> uh, they're led by people, and that can be a problem because people uh, are are fallible, and and so we do see that. Uh, that, that, that some of this type of thing is a result of the fact that, that we are a fallen people. Uh, 
and um, and so we're going to see things happen because of that. Uh, how should the leader react to the fall? So when a leader falls, uh, what should he do? Uh, he or she. And uh, I I uh, I am not a motorcycle guy. <laughs> just never never understood it. Uh, never really. Uh, I just I don't like wind <laughs> that well, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 other things. And unfortunately, motorcycles like me. And uh, I'm I'm just about to you know sell the second motorcycle in in the last couple of years, uh, and that's in a whole another podcast. But um, but one thing I do know is that many people who do ride, um, you know, there is a strategy for getting into a crash. They, they will tell you that it's not a matter of if you're going to wreck at some point; it's a matter of when. And and yet there's there's a strategy to if let's say you do get in a crash and you are thrown from the bike, let's say. What do you do? Well, you mitigate the damage by rolling. You don't stiffen up. You know that can lead to all kinds of, of uh, extra damage. Uh, you you simply um, you simply roll. You simply try to uh, lessen that damage by lessening the momentum uh, and and just simply rolling that out using that energy um, to, to 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 roll yourself. Um, and really, that's what we need to do as well if we're a leader that's fallen. Uh, we humble ourselves and we simply take responsibility and accountability. Um, we lessen the damage. We, we saw, like in Jimmy Swaggart's uh, situation, he didn't take his uh, full responsibility or accountability. And he did uh, continue on and, uh, thinking uh, that uh, he was too important to step down and to take his punishment and and so um so th- there was a lot of damage done because of that um and 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 that's not something that we need that that we need to do in order to move forward we need to be transparent about the crash uh, to be open and honest from now on um you know we we need to to not necessarily hang a sign around our neck saying you know i've fallen um, but, but, but where it is applicable, we need to be able to be open and, and answer questions and, 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 and people need to know, um, that we've been through something like this. Uh, that's how we, re- we rebuild trust. Um, you know, I, any of the churches, uh, the, that I've gone to, uh, since, uh, since this happened to me, uh, I've always met with the pastor, um, before we've we've uh, submitted for membership and that type of thing, uh, I've I've let them know exactly uh, what went on and and how it went on and why it went on. Uh, you know, I don't get, have to get into every gruesome detail of a sin, but but I do ha- um, let him know exactly where I come from, and and that way he, uh, I can give him the um, the choice. You know, do, does he want uh, me in that? Uh, in in his congregation or not and 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 uh and and every time so far they've always said hey i really appreciate the fact that you're very open and honest about this and and that has led to uh you know building of trust there and that's what you need to do as a leader you need to learn why you crashed um you know when it comes to a motorcycle maybe you don't go so fast on the gravel um and 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 as a leader we learn uh that that you know what what caused the sin and, and we need to learn how to take steps to prevent future crashes. Um, this is 
this is how you know we we move forward from this. We we can see a leader moving forward when he's learning from his experience and he's he's uh, uh, understanding things that maybe he didn't understand before. Uh, and 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 really, you need to get back up and write. And that's that's one of the last things I w- I will say for leaders is that they need to get back up and write. When after. Uh, my experience, I uh, didn't really want much to do with ministry anymore. <laughs> and I, I was done with that. I was uh, just going to, I, was, I knew I knew I need, needed to go to church. Um, and so we found a church and uh, and I just sat in the back. <laughs> I sat in the backsliders low, a row, as they call it. <laughs> and uh, and I sat back there and I didn't really want much to do with anything. And, and it, it, it took a few years. Uh, to to really hear from God and God say, you know what, um, you need to be open to what I'm saying to you now and how I, I want to use you now. And and really, the message is don't quit. Don't quit. Just because you've had a negative experience, just because you've fallen, just because things have happened and, and there may be people that have, uh, have to rebuild trust with you, uh, don't quit because the Lord still has plans for you and he still wants to use you. Um, so, so really, when it gets down to that, when we see a leader that has uh, gone through this and and has been repentant, has has said, you know, Lord, I, I need your forgiveness, and I, and I've obviously sinned here, and and has taken these steps that I was just talking about. Uh, when we see a leader that has done that, well, how should a, a Christian react to that fall? Um, well, first of all, you don't revo- revoke his license. <laughs> um, you know, you don't write them off. Um, God doesn't do that with us, and we can't do that with them. Um, you know, we, we need to, to know that, that this is still a person, and this is still someone who the Lord can use and wants to use. And, uh, and if they're repentant, then they're very easily better, a, a better leader after this type of experience. I mean, it's not something I, I, I'm going to say, hey, you need to, you know, fall so you can learn. But when, you, but God is, is, is wonderful when it comes to this kind of thing, because he takes bad situations and he makes good things out of them. That's, that's his specialty. And so I know I, for instance, uh, am a better leader uh, because of the things that I've learned through this experience. And I would say that, that we don't write these leaders off and, and just know that, that God is going to use them uh, and continue to do so, and maybe even in greater ways because of the fact that they're, uh, they've learned and they're in a, in a better space. Um, and, and, you know, you let them ride your bike. Um, you forgive and you trust again. Uh, you know, when, <laughs> I mean, it, it may be kind of difficult, particularly at first, uh, but again, when we see somebody who's repentant and we see someone who's, who is going through all the things that they need to do and they're learning the things that they need to learn, then we, then we, we have to forgive them. If they're, they're asking for forgiveness, we, we forgive them and, and, and we uh, start to trust them again. And we, it may be difficult to give them our bike uh, to ride, but, but we treat them like it, it was us that crashed. And how would we want to be treated? Uh, when we... Uh, when we forgive them and we give them our bike to to, uh, to go ride, then, you know, right at first, we may be watching and making sure they're going to come back with their bike all in one piece. <laughs> but uh, but it'll get easier as we see them uh, do doing the right things. Um, and and lastly, I would say that all crashes are bad. Um, there's 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 no totem pole of sin. 
you know, oftentimes we as Christians, we look at sin and we, and we make a totem pole of sin. And we say, okay, this sin right here, not so bad, really. Uh, but that sin right there, that's, that's a bad one. That's, that's pretty high up on that totem pole. Uh, th- this sin over here, well, you know, kind of in the middle. And that one over there, you know, not so bad. But really, there's no totem pole when it comes to sin, biblically. Sin is sin, and all sin is the same when, it, when in, the, in the eyes of God. It's all separation from him. Now, there is different consequences, and that I understand. And, and, and yes, I mean, we, we can't say that if, so, if someone murdered somebody and committed that sin uh, and then asked for forgiveness, uh, that we, you know, we let them out of jail, you know, before it's time or whatever the case may be. We, we, we just say, okay, fine. You don't need your consequences. Yes, there's consequences. But one of the things we need to make sure that we, that we do is we understand that sin is sin and that it, that, that I'm just as bad if I lie as if I steal or if I'm a glutton compared to gossip or whatever the, all these all these are all sin they're all they're all sin different consequences yes but they're all sin um, and some things to remember you know leaders have a great a, really a greater responsibility to show a more biblical life um, you know they they have a, a responsibility to show a more mature relationship with Christ that produces less sin and so if you're a leader you have this responsibility. This is this is why we see uh, so many people that are affected when when a leader falls is because they've put their trust in that leader and they and they and they want uh, to to do that because they have a um, they have a better relationship with Christ or they they have a responsibility to have a more mature relationship with Christ and and with that is going to come less sin, but. They are still broken people. God loves and uses broken people. And we are all broken people, even leaders. Uh, it, is, it is so easy to see leaders as more than human oftentimes. We, we see them as, oh man, look at that you know, worship leader, or look at that pastor, or look at that whatever. Um, and, and, we, and we say, wow, you know, they've got it all together. This is, you know, we, we don't see them uh, in their faults, and we don't see them as as human. Uh, we we think that 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 they could be, you know, their life is perfect or whatever the case may be, and and that's just not the case. Um, and really, what we have to keep in mind: unforgiveness will affect those that can't forgive more than the one that did the sin. Unforgiveness is a sin, and and here we are. If we if we can't forgive somebody, here we are sinning, and we're mad at that person for sinning. <laughs> it's it, it's kind of a reversal of of sorts here, and so we need to make sure that we don't get into a place where we just simply write somebody off and not want anything to do with them, give them the cold shoulder, whatever the case may be, and 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 not not forgive. I know so many people who think. That maybe they have forgiven. Uh, I I know s- somebody that uh, really did me a wrong, and it, and it and it affected me even financially for years. And I thought I had forgiven him. And I I called him 
uh, by a name. <laughs> I called him Fruitcake. I didn't call him by his real name. Anytime I referred to him, uh, I, I I did not you know I, I didn't I didn't have any, much to do with him uh, interacting uh, personally, but whenever I referred to him, um, I would refer to him as Fruitcake, and I thought that was fine. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. And then God hit me over the head, and He said, "You know what? You haven't really forgiven him if you're still calling him Fruitcake." <laughs> <laughs> and God was right. I had to go back, and this this was you know years later after after the offense had happened, and I had to go back and I had to say, God forgive me for the unforgiveness that I've had with this guy. And and we need to make sure that we really have forgiven, that it otherwise it is going to affect us. Bad, really bad effects can happen because of unforgiveness. So why do so many Christian leaders disappoint us? Well, we don't see them as imperfect people. We tend to hold them to unrealistic expectations, even even to the point of idolatry at times. It, it can get to the point where some of these leaders, for some, are are just so high on, on pedestals that when they fall and come crashing down and something happens and they sin, then we... we it affects us in and affects our relationship with our own relationship with God. And that and that's idolatry. That's putting them in a in a higher place than than God. And and that's not something that is biblical. Uh and and we also see that that um they get caught up in in the duties and trappings of leadership. These leaders um so oftentimes get caught up in the duties and the trappings of leadership. And they don't prioritize, uh, you know, their relationship with God. Um, it is very easy in ministry to do that, uh, to to um, to understand what needs to happen. They that's that's easy. You can see, oh well, this is, I need to do this today, and oh that needs my attention, and oh boy, that person. And you just completely forget about yourself. You forget about other prior priorities in your life, like like family. How many times have you seen ministers that have um, neglected their families? And, um, and, and this is not biblical either. And so this is why we see so many times Christian leaders disappoint us. I, I, th- I think it's a, a multi-pronged thing. But I would say that, that one of the things that we need to do as Christians is we need to pray for our leaders. And we need to do that more. I know that you've heard that many times. Pray for your leaders. Whether you're praying for your political leaders, whether you're praying for your Christian leaders, you need to do that. But really, you need to do more than just talk about it. You know, we need to do that. I need to do that more. I'm sure others need to do that more. It's a very important thing that we pray for our leaders. That um, That is so helpful. And the power of prayer is very powerful. And we need to, to, to pray for them that they will continue to be strong and continue to do the right thing and to continue to have wisdom and continue in their relationship with Christ. If you have uh, any comments um, that you'd like to, to give uh, on, the, on the podcast, if you have any questions, uh, you know, you can always email us and that is for uncommon sense at gmail.com. That's for F-O-R uncommon sense at gmail.com. And thank you for listening.